Blog Talk Radio.
Hi, and welcome to the Ask Sue Show. Oh, well, 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 have we got a good one tonight. Tonight, as per usual, I always have to have special people on my shows. And obviously, as you all know, I have had a bit of a rough week, to say the least. But um, as a few people have said, the best things come to those who wait. And I tell you what, I've waited and it's come and it's arrived. And we are going to keep on with this. I want to first of all say thank you very much to everybody and especially my absolute brilliant guest who will be on in a moment, Howard Eibstein, for all of your support, every single one of you that has been connected with the Ask Sue show in every way. You have been absolutely fantastic. And I just cannot thank each and every one of you for your messages, your emails, your you know, the things on the wall and everything else. I just cannot thank you enough. Um, I want to say a quick hi to the people I can see. Um, I can see Beth, Bill, uh, my daughter, Emsie, uh, Jan Lee, Tammy Lawson, Tammy Wickham. Hi to all of you. And uh, to the one, two, four guests that have signed uh, that are on to the chat, um, I will give you um, five minutes to sign in. After five minutes, any guests that are coming into the show will be deleted because I am protecting this chat room. Anybody that is going to cause any nonsense will be straight out of the chat room. Um, so guests 2759, 2765, 2770 and 2775, please sign in. It is free. There's no charges. Just sign in. Thank you very much. Um, so um, let's get the one and the only Howard Eipstein on the show. Hi, Howard. How are you doing, love? Hello, Miss Sue. How are you? Always a pleasure to be oh, on. All the better for having you on the show. Thank you. And um, I'd like to start off by saying to people who have followed my events, I'm going to make this very loud and clear. We love Sue, and we are supporting her all the way, all the way. So, And I also want to thank everyone for supporting my dear friend. It's been a rough week for her, as she said, and uh, it's all going to be good, Sue. We love you and we support you. And, um, well, it's it's quite amazing, isn't it? Sometimes you can get to the bottom, but, God, there's no better rush than coming straight back up again, to be fair. Correct. And let's face it, we've got quite a few things in the pipeline that are coming up, so uh, I'm absolutely chuffed a bit. So, um, Howard, I also want to thank you. You've been a great support this week, and your messages. And, and this guy just simply just sends me a message, an inbox, just saying... Hi, Sue. Hope you're okay. Love you loads. Do you know what I mean? Or he'll just put on my wall, Sue rocks. And, you know, when you're on a real bad time, it, them messages mean the most. And so, Howard, thank you for that. I really appreciate that. Um, I just want to say again to the guests that are signing into the room, please, will you please sign into Blog Talk Radio because at 10 past um, 9, you will all be deleted out of the chat room. No, not the people that have signed in. You're all okay. Don't worry. Just the people that sign in as guests, please sign in to Blog Talk Radio. I have got to protect this chat room, and anybody that's causing trouble in it will be deleted straight off. Now, uh, so we'll leave that going till 10 past. Right. Um, firstly, I need to just bring to people's attention that I have had many messages over the last few days and on my wall today asking me, am I going to be doing a Lennox show and do I know any more about the BCC and everything that goes with it? 
Firstly, I am going to be contacting the family to ask them if this would be the case, if we would be allowed to do it. I will not be doing a Lennox show unless I have got an email or something of, of value from the family to say that this is okay. And I will also ask the family if they would like to come on the show and tell us how it's been for them, you know, and everything else that goes with it. I will not be doing a show unless I get their permission. The other thing is, let's face it, that is going to be a very difficult show for them, um, and obviously for some of us, because, you know, we, we have, <laughs> to be fair, all of us have done a, a rough ride with Lennox, and I know it was very emotional at the time of when he was obviously killed. Um, so, yes, I will try and get that sorted, um, and, you know, if anybody knows the family, or if the family is listening to the show to the night, please give me an email, or ask them, or if you want to send my email address to them and tell them what I'm um, requesting, please send my email address. It's asksueshow at gmail.com. That's asksueshow at gmail.com. So please, you know, by all means, send that to the family. Um, just tell them what I'm wanting to do, and I will by all means. Um, Tammy, if, if you um, or anybody wants to invite Victoria Stilwell on the show, please, you know, ask her to come on. Anybody like that's welcome on the show anytime they want. So if there's anybody you can think that you would like on the show, by all means, just send me an email and let me know. And then by all means, you know, email them. That's fine. Um, guests who have not signed into Blog Talk Radio, you have got exactly 60 seconds to sign in. If not, I will be deleting you out of the chat room. You have to sign into Blog Talk Radio. Um, I'm sorry if this offends anybody, but I have to protect my people in the chat room. So, Howard, how are you doing anyway? I'm doing good. I just wanted a couple of shout-outs there, you know, like you said, to people who support you. Um, one of my dear, dear friends, Sharon Milman in Pennsylvania, she supported me from day one with the events. When I was discouraged and didn't want to do it, she kept me going. So I want to thank her and the two Tammies, those two, those two nutties. They're very, they've been very supportive of you. And <laughs> once again, my friend, Nicole, my friend Nicole in Australia has stayed up all night again, Sue, for your show. It's the third night. So I have to, oh, we have to thank her for that. And um, on an emotional note, you know, I've done many events uh, for Patrick and Lennox and the seniors, and I have to say the outpouring of love and support for for Jeff and Diane is just unprecedented. Um, yeah. You know when it you know and don't misunderstand anyone what I'm saying. You know with their, every all the animals are the same, but you know when you know someone personally, I, I think it really touches your heart differently. You know not you know, yeah, the passion is still there, and I have to say um, that the support for those two are just unbelievable. And of course, we all want to thank you, Sue, for letting us you know, put the story out there. I, you know, I know that Jeff and Diane appreciate it, but I can tell you everyone um, from Jeff's, from the Memphis Save Memphis page to my event page, the the passion, the loyalty. You know, sometimes we try to have a little fun in there, too, because it gets, you know, you got to have it a little light at times, and people have really put together. People have made lifelong friends in there, and that's, you know, that's what it's all about, too, you know, and, uh, you know, that's why we're all here, so it's, you know, it's a tough road, and um, Jeff did make a statement this morning on his Facebook page, if you'd like me to read it. Yes, certainly. Because there's been a lot of controversy about This is from Jeff's uh, page. Dear all, Memphis does not have plywood covering his run. All the runs have material covering the front areas of each run to allow all the dogs some privacy from one another, specifically for when they are eating. Each run is very long, and only the front part of each run, about four feet, is covered. 
Although some pictures were posted that appeared to be wood, the material used is a plexiglass type of material that is merely discolored. These covers, coverings have been on each of the runs for years. Thank you. Now, that came from Jeff Colton back personally, so I will leave it at that. Because there has been a lot of yeah. discussion about it, and um, you know, it, it came from the man himself. So, uh, you know, that's that, that's uh, you know, that's that's good enough for me at, at this time. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, I just want to say that at the end of the day, with Jeff, I mean, it was the first time I'd spoken to him the other day, and he was so appreciative. You know, his heart is totally in this. He's, I mean, this guy just absolutely loves Memphis to bits. I mean, you can tell that by his pictures and everything. You'd think them two had been together for years, mm -hmm. the pictures. Um, and what I want to say to people is he has done everything legal and to the point. He has done nothing wrong at all. This is the guy that does so much to help people. And then you've got people like that. And it just, again, it, it's all politics and everything else to go with it, isn't it? That's what I was just going to say. So, you know, I have to say a lot of people, you know, criticized Belfast during the Lennox thing. You know, it was, we were, a lot of people were all over, including myself. And you know something? It's all over. There is now, it's now politics involved. And I just, you know, it's just, you know, it's just, I rack my brains in and out. I just don't understand why they have to drag it out so long. You know, let, let, let Memphis be with Jeff and Diane. They're a loving, loving people. And, there's other dogs there, you know, let's say dropped off, you know, that, that, that need to be there. That's what I just don't understand. Let's get these angels adopted out. And so once again, the good old P word, politics, has come into this, and it's not, it's just not fair. You know, we shouldn't be on this show discussing this. We should be on this yeah. show, you know, <laughs> I mean, discussing how, you know, but now, you know, now this is the center of attention. Like you said, every time you think, you know, it's just another one and another one and another one. And, you, yep. know, you know, one point I did want to bring out, you know, everyone says it seems to be more. You know, I was thinking, I was talking to my wife about this and my good friend Sally and Kayla. I think, I think the issue is that we are more aware of it. I think this is, has been going on for a long, long time. And, you know, people talk Facebook this, Facebook that. Well, let me tell you, it's brought out an amazing amount of awareness. And I, and I yeah. think that it has been going on, and I just think we're more aware of it now. That's only my opinion. I think with the Lennox story, it literally opened it up so much more. Correct. And, you know, and, and let's face it, his story alone made, you know, a lot of people, um, all I can say is emotional. It was to the point, I, do you know, I know it's so stuff, but I can remember when Princess Diana died and how the world came together. And it was on that same lines. Mm-hmm. It was literally where people were so emotional. They, they, it was unbelievable. Do you know yes, what I mean? And I, I just think, you know, this, these things need to, this, all this needs to stop now. You know, it's getting ridiculous. Yes, if there's something, you know, and I was, I've talked to quite a few people and said, you know, where do we go from here? And, and I'll be honest, I'll, I'll tell you right now, I really, at this moment in time, I'm thinking, I'm not quite sure which way to go. All I do know is that we do need to keep sharing, and we need to make sure that the world knows about this. There is still people that say to me, who's Lennox? Who's Memphis? Who's this? Who's, who's that? You know, yeah. you know what I mean? And I just think to myself, we, even though we, I mean, don't get me wrong, we've shared it and everything else, and I just think to myself, you know, we're still, there's still people that still don't know. Correct. But at the end of the day, it's, 
I, I think to myself, let's face it, we've got a guy like Jeff who's done everything legal and above law. He's literally done everything he can. He's even helped out those that have needed him. He's not some Jack the Lad who's just got come off the street, you know, and, and he's this big, hard guy with a big leather jacket, and no disrespect to any big, large guy that's got a leather jacket. Do you know what I mean? But, but you know what I mean? And, and they're still questioning whether he can have him. I know. Hey, listen, yeah, and I just think, that's crazy. Listen, the Patrick thing is, is still, the Patrick uh, thing was delayed two more months now. So Patrick will still be with his fosters, the Scavellis, and... Uh, Keisha goes back to court in October. This is, you know, people have committed a lot, and don't misunderstand anything I'm saying, anybody. People have committed crimes against humans a lot, lot, lot worse, and they've been tried, convicted, and this is it. This is now, Patrick was found March 16th. This is now uh, August 27th, and Keisha's, think, Keisha's trial or whatever hasn't even come up yet, so it's more politics. And the thing yep. is, too, as we have said, and I'll say it again, you've allowed us to go on your show and create the awareness, but I don't see... Any, and I say it every show, I don't see any of the major stations letting us on and talking no. the story. I mean, Victoria was amazing during, you know, Lennox and stuff, but I, I just don't see, you know, something they're more, you know, watching TV now, they're more worried about the hurricane, well, which is a major concern, the hurricane, of course. But, you know, once, once it seems to me that a lot of the media likes to focus on the negative. I mean, they thrive on it. Why don't they focus on the positive, you know? Get some of us yep. on, you know, get, you know, get one of us on Fox or CNBC or BBC, and let's discuss the issues because there's so many animal lovers in the world, and as we've said, they're our family, F-A-M-I-L-Y, and as you said, no one's coming in to get my little angel, so it starts with the awareness, and we've got to change the laws. It has to happen. Otherwise, we're going to be having a lot of shows. Exactly. So, so where are we at with... Um Memphis, then. Have you got any updates? Well, as of now, I, Jeff should be calling in, hopefully. I spoke to him this morning. As of now, they're, I guess they're, everything's in limbo. They have not, I, 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 have not been, I have not been told anything. Hopefully, Jeff will be calling in. You know, I don't know what he, you know, he keeps me abreast, but right now, I guess it's in limbo. I know that, you know, the, um, all I know is that every minute that goes by in seconds, he is, he is, uh, he, he's still there. He's still there. Yeah. So, you know, he's he's isolated there, and they're saying it's not plywood, but I have big concerns about that. He needs to get out of that cage. And, you know, Jeff has said on the air, if he doesn't adopt him, that's okay. Let him, of course, he wants to be. Jeff said it on the air a couple of days ago with you, but let him, let him go to a house. And if it's not Jeff and Diane, let him go to a loving family. Of course we want him to go to Jeff and Diane. That would be the right decision. But as time yeah. six, this little guy, I mean, how would how would any of these politicians feel if it was one of their family members I mean, kept like this? How would one of these guys or ladies feel if someone came to their house and took their little guy or their little girl? You know, I'm talking exactly. about pets. How would they feel? Then it would be different, right? So that's yeah. that's but, you know, that's that's my big that's my big challenge to the politicians. Let's you know, let's let's move on with it. Let's change the laws. Yeah. And the other thing is, let's face it, even Jeff said himself, you know, we, we're all under this um, umbrella of thinking, well, it'll never be us. But again, I was, and I don't know, I should have this on record so I can just press play as I want to say it. But I want to say to everybody who's listening to the show, if that dog was going to be your dog tomorrow and you knew they were coming to pick your dog up tomorrow, 
how many people would you want to join the Ask Sue show to be able to share the links to save your dog? And let's face it, we're not asking you to share this pain at the moment that Jeff's going through, that Patrick's had to go through, Memphis has had to go through, the Lennox family's had to go through. We are asking you just to share the links to the show so we can make this voice worldwide so everybody gets to know about it. Share it on walls, groups, even, it doesn't matter what, even matter what the group is because even, even if it's a spiritual group or whatever it may be, those people have dogs. That just that one share of the link makes a difference, and we need to literally share that everywhere. Do you know what I mean? Yep. I mean, I um, believe. I, yeah. I'm sorry, sir. No, go on. Carry on, Howard. You know, you know, I believe most of the presidents in this in the U.S. have had a, a a pet. I believe the Queen has had pets. I believe a lot of the world leaders have had pets. You know, they come home, blah blah blah. So, you know, as I said, why don't you know? How would they feel? Let's you know. And you know, it seems to me that. I don't know if they don't care, if it's not a priority, but you know something? It needs to be a priority. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, somebody called High Priestess is asking on the chat, does Sue rescue dogs too? I rescued one myself called Miracle. It was 14 weeks old, and she was a four, um, less than four kilos in weight. Um, and also I've got two others as well. And the other day, we went and picked up a dog off the side of the road that was wandering, put it in the car, and it seemed fine. And then we um, went to get it out of the car, because it was getting hot. Obviously, it was a hot day. Went to get it out of the car, and would you believe it? Yes. I went to get him out of the car, and it bit my fingers. I've ended up with an infection in my fingers with mass swelling, which, to be fair, are easing at the moment, so I'm on antibiotics with that. Um, but the good news is I wrote, rung up the rescue and had word, and we are going to see the rescue place that took the dog in. Um, and I've spoken to them, and the woman whose dog it was has come and claimed her. She was between 12 and 13-year-old. The woman was very chuffed to have her dog back, and she said the thing with her is she's fine until you go to touch her collar because she doesn't like having her collar touched. Hmm. Um, they didn't have that public health warning with her when I picked her up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I tell you what, I thought my reaction was a bit quicker than that, but it certainly wasn't because I was far too slow. <laughs> you know, something, Sue, i got to share with you a little. we got to laugh. You know, after dinner every night, I give my Rosie a little treat. She gets her, you know, it's, you know, it's routine. She gets her a little treat. Last night, I guess I forgot. Well, that little booger, she came upstairs and she stared me down. And I'm thinking, what the heck, what the heck? And then my wife Leslie says to me, did you give her her treat? I was like, no. And let me tell you, she's 15. She raced down those stairs so quick, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> so, you know, oh, you, know, you know, the point is, you know, the point is how much joy and laughter they give us. It's just, you know, it's just beyond, you know, it's just, um, you know, it's just beyond anything. Uh, you know, as I have said on the shows, my little one is more loyal than some friends I have, and that, and that, and that is the truth. Yes, definitely. I was talking to Sinister today on the phone. I had a good natter with him, and then you hopefully will be calling into the show in a bit. And uh, he, he said, hold on a minute, Sue. And I said, what's the matter? And next minute I heard, you naughty boy, you are so naughty. And he comes back. And I said, what's the matter? He said, oh, this dog's just signed up. I said, don't tell me. 
it's blinking and it's smiling at you, isn't it? And he said, that's exactly what it's doing. It's sat there blinking and it's got this massive grin on its face. Oh, it's just so funny. That's exactly what Miracle does. She's a rotty. If she does anything wrong, you say, Miracle. And she just looks at you and she blinks at you really fast. And then this (laughs) smile comes on her face. You know, oh, so funny. Unbelievable. You know, one, so you, know, funny. One, you know, one thing I did want to repeat that Jeff said on the show, you know, show the other day, and he is a pit bull expert. He said, he said they want to please you so much. You know, they just yeah. want to please you, and that's, you know, and, you know, and you know, as we've said, the bad rap they get is just, um, you know, just not right. As 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 we've said, you got to judge. You don't judge the breed, and and it and it, you know, it has to start at home with the owners. And I also think Sue. Maybe one day we'll do it. We'll do a show on educating the owners, you know, yeah. and just give. And, and believe me, don't misunderstand me, anyone. Everyone, you know, but you know, it it, it never hurts to hear a different angle. But uh, yeah, people have to be educated. You know, my mom used to say to me, "There's no book on how to bring up a kid." Well, you know, there is no book on how to raise a pet, but as long as you're loving and patient, um, you know, and 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 of course that's what Jeff does. So that's you know that's where it starts. Everything starts at home. Yeah, exactly. I've just got to say to everybody, and, and Howard knows all about, um, We, I have my own personal secretary, and um, Howard's got his own personal little friend, mm-hmm. and the big writing called MZ on the chat at the moment <laughs> is my 11-year-old daughter, so if she stalks the chat room too much, just say, Emma, can you stop, please, because... Yes. She's a little madam, but somebody's just asked me about how my fingers are, and she's just put in big writing. It's got an infection, and it's very sore, Amy and Debs. <laughs> well, I have, to tell, I have to tell you something. I've gotten some PMs from your lovely daughter. She's 11 going on 20. It's a little scary. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, read some, I read something to my wife. She had PM me, and my wife said she's 11. I was like, yeah, and then she wrote. She, um, uh, she sent me a beautiful poem that she had wrote, so it was very touching. Which means, Sue, you did you did a wonderful job raising her, which, back to my point, it starts at home. She's a good little girl. Oh, do you know what? It was so funny. We went to the spiritual church the other night, and um, there was a girl that was a bit upset. She's had a reading. She's a bit upset. And she'd come out, and she went, you know your daughter? And I said, yes. She said, you should be very, very proud, not just about how beautiful she is, but how beautiful she is on the inside as well. She's come and give me a hug and asked me if I'm okay and if I'd like a cup of tea and if I'm all right. Unbelievable. 11-year-old. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> so, but all of them will like it. They'll all help everybody. I mean, if I go to say tidy your bedroom, they have this sudden deafness, but other than that, they're brilliant. <laughs> One, uh, I, yeah, one point I wanted to bring up, I hope Jeff, I hope Jeff calls in soon. I heard I, um, that the shelter where Memphis is, they were asking for money to, like, you know, I think to, you know, to uh, to keep them there. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I hope Jeff calls in soon to re- to, uh, to to say exactly. But I did read something like that yesterday. So, what, yeah. you know, if they're if they're asking for money, which would not, I'm not. Don't quote me on this. I'm not a hundred percent. I want to reiterate that. But if they are, hello. Then let Jeff and Diane adopt them. Get them out. You know, why yeah. would you do that? You know, so it's just, um, it, it's mind-boggling, as we said. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to um, say uh, a big thank you. There's quite a few people that have inboxed me, um, letting me know of certain individuals that have been um, saying that they're going to um, troll the show and all sorts. And we've had quite a few things. 
I, I'm not obviously not going to name the people of Inbox Beat, but you know who you are, and I'd like to thank every single one of you for your warnings because I really, really appreciate it. You have been absolute stars to me. So um, sorry for going off the dog situation again, but I just wanted to say thank you because I've I, literally at this moment in time I've just had another message that apparently they are going to be um, are listening to maybe listening to the show and everything. So I just want to thank everybody for that. I really, really appreciate your help. So um, right. So can you give a update on on where we're at with Patrick as well then? Yes, Patrick. Um, Patrick is. I know uh, you glow when I say the word Patrick. Yeah, Patrick. <laughs> you know, as every as as all my friends know, Patrick is my uh, Patrick is my hero. He's the one that. Um, you know, he he is the one that inspired me. And I could read you something uh, from the New Jersey ASPCA concerning uh, Patrick. Um, blah, blah, blah. Let's see. Hang on a second. Um, he's um, well. It's in New Jersey, and uh, they went to they went to court yesterday, and they're still they got another continuance. Patrick's name Patrick's name was not even brought into it. It has to do with the person who was allegedly accused of doing this to him, and now she has his children involved. So once again, politics has stalled it. But I will tell you that um, Dr. and Mrs. Scavelli, who have been fostering Patrick for over a year now, I call her every week, and the lady said to me, I should be living such a good life. He's a good little boy. Um, his, um, his mange is almost cleared up. Um, this, this was, I think they said it on a video, he sleeps under the covers with them every night. And they do have another dog, Lily, who they who they adopted, and they have a cat. So Patrick is thriving. He's doing well. Um, you know, like I tell Sue, he's he's like a freaking rock star. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if Patrick went on tour with Bruce Springsteen and Bon Jovi, because they're all from New Jersey, they would sell out instantly. Patrick would be the star <laughs> exactly. attraction. But yeah, he is now. You know, as I say, um, I. I I, I I really believe in my heart that that Patrick really really brought out so many people. He united, and then we had Lennox, and then Wicca, Piggy. But I think you know I really think Patrick was the first, and you know he was he you know he he actually survived. And you know like I say in a lot of my posts, and it comes from my heart. He really he really showed us what strength and courage are. You know through the care he had, but you know deep down he was fighting. He was fighting to stay alive and. As I've said to many of my close friends, and I've said it on here, I believe he knows. I, I, I just I just believe it. There's a picture of him. I, I'd see if I can find it. He's in a little orange hoodie. It was when he was recovering. And he's just looking up at the sky. And yeah. he just loves to be outside. Matter of fact, yeah. a funny story I'll share. In the beginning, when, when he first went outside, he used to bark at the trees. And um, when the oh. captain, captain Yoakum used to go visit him in the beginning, the captain would go out there and they would bark at the trees together. So I always say when I go back, I want to bark at the trees with the both of them. <laughs> but um, no, but truly, he has really, I, I you know, um, you know, he really brought it's out. It's amazing, the isn't it? It is. It is. You know, when you think about it, you know, 15-pound starving dog, and and he united people, you know, from all over the world. And I think someone on this show the other day, I don't remember if it was Jeff or, you know, these guys, you know, these little guys have, you know, they. They can unite people. People are peaceful. They have fun talking, which a lot of the politicians can't do, but these little guys manage. I mean, one of my Patrick events, I had, I think I had people from all over the world. I mean, it's just, it's just unbelievable when you think about it. You know how yeah, much, exactly. You know how much we love them. Yeah, exactly. 
Well, I know you've got a lot of respect in the chat room. Um, you know, everybody has been saying, you know, how much they respect you, Howard, and oh, that goes for all of us. You know, you, you've done an amazing job with the events. And so, which events have you actually got now? Let's just have a quick rundown. Well, right now, we, well, we, of course, we have the men, we have the Go Green for the seniors, which starts September second, uh, which you're my co-host on. I have the Patrick event now, which is delayed till October, and then we have the one for Memphis and the Colton backs. That that's the one. That's the one near and dear to my heart right now, and um, yeah. you know, hopefully, you know, we'll just keep getting the support. I, I, I hope Jeff will be calling in soon to give us the latest update. But um, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, as I said, the events, um, you know, the events create the awareness. They brought people together, and that's, you know, you know, when I started them, I told you Sue before. I, the first event was in May of uh, 2000. I guess it was over a year and a half ago. I had 40 people. Who attended? No one knew what it was, and now you know it's worldwide. So, you know, I never, yeah. I never ever thought I would have, you know, whatever would have come to this. And it, you know, I do it because I don't want to use the word fun. It comes from my heart, and and I just feel yeah. that I, you know, I just feel that I've made a small difference. So, that's all that counts. You know, that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, Sorry, I I'm have... just I'm just sharing a couple of links while you're talking. Okay. <laughs> Well, I'm babbling. Away. I'm sharing the Patrick link, so everybody needs to go and change. You know, share it. Thank you, Tammy. Bless her. She's changed. Um, Tammy Lawson. She's sharing the Patrick links for me as well. So thank you for that. I appreciate that, love. Oh, great, great. And and okay. I do have an I do have an official update on Patrick from the captain, if if you'd like me to read it from yesterday. Yes, certainly. Okay, this is from the captain of the New Jersey ASPCA. Another day in court in Essex County with real no progress. Judge Cassini has ordered the State Department of Children and Families to turn over sealed records of Keisha Curtis pertaining to her two children that she has visitation rights to. The records will remain sealed to the public, but the judge can review them. This process was requested by Curtis's public defender and was agreed to by the court. Next court appearance will be October 27th. Obviously, the public defender will push to get Keisha Curtis approved for PTI, pre-trial intervention. The positive outcome of today is that Patrick remains safe and loved by the Scabellis. The wheels of justice, justice move so slow in today's world. Patrick thought today was just another day to enjoy and, li and love life, just saying the captain. And that's true because Patrick has no clue what happened to him. He has no clue what's going on. And, you know, the main thing is, you know, I don't want to say anything about Keisha, but all I know is the longer Patrick is with the Scabellis, the better, and he's in a very, very loving home. So I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Yep. Um, can you tell us um, when's the next date that um, Patrick is in? Yeah, October, well, October 27th, October 22nd, Keisha goes back to trial or whatever they're going to do. And as far as Patrick, no, nothing will be decided till till it's decided with Keisha. So until right, until okay. This, until this, you know, whatever, until this case is done with her. Nothing will be decided, but as the captain has said on many, many times, each day that goes by and Patrick's with the Scavellis, it's better. It's just better that he yeah. stays with them, and we know he's safe. He's in a loving home, and that's you know that's the number you know that's the number one priority. Yeah, definitely. And I do um, believe Howard, I'm just going to leave you to babble for a minute. I'll just check out who's on the phone lines, okay? Okay. And um, and I do believe there's a, there's a law in New Jersey. Um, it's called uh, Patrick's Law, and hopefully, um, hopefully, it's going to go through. And I do believe the sentences, the sentences will um, will get much harsher because that's uh, 
that's what it's all about. You know, there's people, these people, you know, abusing these animals, and they're getting away scot-free, and that's that's a big problem. And until, um, <clears throat> you know, until the laws are changed, I'm afraid that, you know, people, it's just going to be, you know, it's just going to keep happening and happening, and that's, um, you know, that's a big problem. It's um, it's something that we, you know, we have to vote politicians in or out, and um, and you know, hopefully. You know, hopefully the laws are going to change. Oh, but, uh, you know, that's the main thing. Are you back, Sue? I am. Oh, and okay. I've got okay. Jeff on the line. Hi, Jeff. Hi. How are you guys? Hello, pal. How you doing, my brother? Hello, Howard. I I did read the letter. I did read the post from you know from Facebook that you read about the about the whole thing with the plywood. I wanted to put that out there right away. So I hope you don't mind. No, not at all. You know, it's important that we provide you know as accurate information as we possibly can, you know. And, Jeff, I wanted to tell you, I told Sue I opened this show, I just want to tell you that I've done, you know, I've done many events, and, you know, the passion, you know, a lot of my friends are in the events as yours, Jeff, and the passion and the support, I, I have never seen anything like it, my friend. And just to let you know, you, Memphis, and Diana are all loved by all of us, and we are there for you, my friend. We're not going anywhere. Thank you very much, but I just got on, Howard. Don't make me cry already. Oh, we're gonna have to, oh no! Here we go again. Oh my God! Hey Jeff, you think we should invest in the Kleenex company? Maybe we need to do that. I'm serious. A bit of sponsorship for the RC show, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, I'll let Jeff take the show there. Let him speak. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like I said, I'd like mention I'd, I'd give you guys a call in. I I really don't have any updates because I haven't heard from anyone from the township or anything like that as far as where they're at looking at the contract and, you know, whether or not they even have to determine that I breached it because it's pretty clear-cut that I didn't. Uh, so I, I haven't heard anything from the township uh, regarding Memphis other than what we a lot of us have seen as far as posts of people going to visit the shelter and their, you know, I guess what they perceive as negative experiences at the shelter. Um, yeah. Obviously, I'm trying to be politically correct there and diplomatic. <laughs> uh, By all means, if you want to email me so I can say it out loud, that's fine. <laughs> well, basically, that people are treat are being treated poorly by by township employees. That's what they're reporting. Uh, you know, so it's a, it's unfortunate. I, I guess I understand the township trying to be a little uh, guarded and protecting Memphis, and you know, I, maybe that's their position. I'm not quite sure, but you know, if people are going there in the spirit of of friendliness, I would gather it, w it would be the respectful thing to treat them friendly. Uh, you know, if people yeah. go there and and they're you know they're abrasive and uh, you know and are disrespectful to the staff, then I can certainly understand them you know reciprocating. But uh, from my understanding, the, the people I spoke to are you know they're all of the balanced mindset. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, but it's, yeah. It's, it's just unfortunate that, you know, he is isolated, and, you know, I guess it is what it is right now, but uh, we're moving forward on, on my end with, uh, you know, Team Memphis met today for uh, about four hours, and we're getting some uh, information together for a variety of reasons. Uh, once yeah. the information is distributed, I could, you know, speak a little more candidly on that. Uh, yeah. But at this time, I can't for, you know, obvious reasons. Yeah. 
Now, Jeff, um, from somebody that's sitting on the outside, uh, do you actually know the the place where he is and everything? How much dealings have you actually had with them? How much what? I'm sorry. How, how much dealings have, have you actually had? Where Memphis is at the moment? How much dealings have you had prior to him actually going back to there? Uh, I, I was a, a Bloomfield volunteer for five or six years, and the biggest irony in this situation that from 2002-ish to about 2007, I was their trainer and evaluator. Obviously, there's going to be new people listening to the show, um, and I, I'm, obviously I've heard that. You've told me this on the show earlier. And I, I just, every time you say it to me, it's still like, what the heck? And I, that's putting it politely, do you know what I mean? And I just think, you know, obviously you've got contacts in there. Are they giving you updates of how Memphis is actually coping in there? Uh, I actually you know, don't have contacts in there because the last time I was, you know, intimately involved in the shelter from a training standpoint, there was a, a different regime at the health department. Uh, many of those people have since retired and moved on. So uh, I, and I have not contacted the health director or the health officer uh, just because I didn't feel it was appropriate to contact them for any reason. Yeah. Um, my next contact with the township will be the Board of Health, and uh, once that contact has been made, I can share a little more openly about that. Jeff, can you, because can you, yeah. I think there's some confusion out there, I know, on your page and the event page, the difference between the Board of Health and the Health Department. The, the Health Department is, they're the township employees that run uh, Health and Human Services, and they oversee the shelter. The Board of Health is, I believe, their volunteers uh, appointed, and they oversee the Health Department. And the Board of Health, they they run off of state regulations as far as, conducting their meetings and how they can meet, when they can meet. Uh, and I, I think one of the issues with, you know, waiting for answers is I'm not sure, you know, what they're able to do as far as meeting and, and discussing municipal business because they, you know, the Board of Health, they have to follow state guidelines as well. So I think, the you know, we're all trying to be as, pa as patient as possible, because, you know, we don't necessarily understand what state regulations are as far as Board of Health members talking about municipal issues. So, I, you know, I, I guess we have to be a little understanding in that they have certain guidelines they have to follow according to the state. Uh, so yeah. that, that's why that's why we, I don't think we've seen many updates other than the fact that nobody can see Memphis except town employees. Let me ask you, Jeff, if you can't answer me. Who was the one that actually deemed Memphis dangerous? Was it? Well, um, the director of the the acting director of the health department, based off of the, the evaluations that Memphis was put through at St. Hubert's mm -hmm. in Madison, New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, off of those evaluations, it was the health department that deemed him unadoptable and dangerous. <laughs> which I think I, I mentioned before that. Yeah. They can't. They don't have. They don't have the authority to deem him dangerous. They can say he's unadoptable because they run the shelter and yeah. you know they can they can do what they want to do in that respect. But as yeah. far as him being deemed a dangerous dog, because no judicial system has deemed him dangerous, he is not 
a dangerous dog. That's not my opinion. That's just the state of his status. He, mm-hmm. he has not been declared dangerous by any judicial judicial system. And uh, as the director mentioned in the public meeting on August 16th, he does not have a bite history. So there you go. So how is he? You know, how is he dangerous? <laughs> yeah, they're basing it off of these evaluations. I know. You know? I know. But um, that's you know that's that's okay. Well, Jeff, I want to say I have. Go ahead, Sue. I'm sorry. No, go on, Howard. No, you go. You go. Uh, Jeff, I just wanted to say, and I think everybody in the chat room will agree with this with me. I, I mean, I've not known you that long, and I've looked at the pictures of you in Memphis. And if, if somebody said to me, how long do you think that guy's had that dog for, I would have answered years. Yeah. Because those pictures, you look, uh, you know when you look at a picture and you can, and I'm, I'm quite spiritual, but you look at a picture sometimes and you can feel the warmth almost from it. You two are so close, and I, and I, I can feel a bit of a thing where of a, a repercussion of other other animals. Let's just say I'm not going to go into conversation, but I look at it and I say to myself, "We've seen this before. I see you with your head so close to that dog, and you train dogs and you ch- check out these dogs and everything else, and you've got your face right close to that dog. So if this dog is so dangerous, why have you got your face so close to it?" <laughs> why, exactly. why are you smiling next to that dog's face if it is so dangerous? Because I'm not being funny. I wouldn't be putting my face by that dog if it was dangerous. That is accurate. Uh, do you know what I mean? And it's such. I, I literally shared the picture. And to be honest, I shared the picture before I read the writing with it. I know that's totally wrong and you shouldn't, but I shared the picture. I thought, if that doesn't sell the love between you two. Never mind the wording, I don't know what will. And that's that's the scary part about this is they're based and, and I don't I don't know how long time wise Saint Hubert does their evaluations for, but you know, based on my experience, an evaluation can be anywhere from fifteen minutes to two hours, depending on the success or failures of each individual test during an evaluation. So it's it's fair to say, Jeff. How how can they do a test on a dog within 15 minutes? Immaterial if it's wagging its tail or anything else. I I picked up a lurcher off the road the other day. We had it in the car and everything. I went to get it out of the car because obviously it was hot, and I went to get the lead, and the next minute it was biting the crap out of my fingers. But we'd done it in the car for three quarters of an hour. Right. So how can they judge it within 15 minutes? That's that's very fair. And to, to add to that is the the parameters of the evaluation were not revealed. We don't know the timing of the evaluation. We don't know what kind of stimulation, if any, Memphis received prior to the evaluation. Uh, for instance, when I do an evaluation, I will at least take a dog for a long walk if possible to help him alleviate any stress or anxiety from being pent up. And, you know, then I would evaluate him. Now, most recently I did an evaluation for the New York Department of Health, which, ironically, I'm an approved evaluator for the New York Department of Health for their animal care and control centers. Uh, (laughs) So, um, you know, when I went there recently, we had a schedule conflict, and... You know, I had to wait around, and I was only able to meet with the dog for 15 or 20 minutes. And in that 15 or 20 minutes, I I had to be a little more 
uh, for lack of a better word, invasive as far as massaging the dog and probing and and uh, interacting with it on an intimate level. So normally I don't put myself in that situation because I don't want to get bit. You know, I don't know what kind of dogs I'm generally evaluating. But for the dog's sake, I had no choice. So, you know, a lot of it goes off of body language, and that's why it's very important to read body language when doing evaluations because unlike humans, dogs don't lie. They tell you exactly where they're at every single moment. And it's, you know, if you can't read body language and you can't have a good pulse of a dog, then, you know, that that's a huge, uh, a huge challenge, especially during evaluation. Exactly. Now, the thing is, though, so just going back, and I don't really want to go into Lennox's story tonight, but going back to that, they were saying that Lennox was dangerous, but those two people were in that room with no protection on. How do you go in, when you go and see a dog, how do you check out a dog what what do you do and how do you go I, I into gen- it because I, yeah generally if if i'm evaluating a dog you know in uh an environment that i choose a lot of times i will have uh protection especially if i know the dog has a history of being aggressive and in that case i will i will have protection whether it's a a, a training a training sleeve uh sleeve s l e e v e uh, that's a, a bite sleeve that many protection trainers use, so I will use things like that to protect myself. Uh, you know, there's been times I've I've used uh, brooms to protect myself in the event that a dog would be uh, potentially aggressive towards me. But most of the time, if I'm comfortable enough, I don't use anything. I don't use fake hands. I don't use fake dogs. I don't use fake anything. Most of the yeah. time, the dog will will offer communication via his body language so I can work around that and work my way into handling the dog. And I can tell you from experience, when you have an aggressive animal, you don't even worry about protection because you can't get near it. In fact... (laughs) I would just put my trainers on and run. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, there's, there's, there's an... Last week or whenever it was when the police department visited my place of business twice, the second time they visited me, I was attempting to evaluate a 125-pound pit bull mix, okay? <laughs> and when I tell you that the closest I got to this dog was about six or seven feet, okay? And that was as close as I can get, and that was as close as I was willing to get. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> you know, and it's uh, and now and, I, and I, those- Sorry, can those sort of dogs actually be rehabilitated, in your opinion? Yeah, I've worked with them before. It takes time and it takes, you know, a lot of patience and persistence on the part of the owners, which in this particular case it was an owner evaluation. It wasn't, a, a you know, a, an organization or shelter uh, evaluation. You know, if if the owners have the ability and the time to work through it, then we can, uh, you know, and... That's that. That's the key, generally. A lot of times with shelter dogs, you know, they unfortunately don't always have tomorrow. And, you know, there's times where I, I can't get close enough and I can't draw any conclusions uh, as far yeah. as a full evaluation. However, even if I can't get close to a dog, even if I do feel that it's potentially dangerous to strangers or outright dangerous, I offer them suggestions as what needs to take place right now and that what they need to start doing to start modifying those behaviors. 
Uh, I, you know, th- there's been very few times in my career that I've completely written a dog off. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, year, I remember years ago I was uh, I was doing a session in a home and. You know, <laughs> I don't recommend this if there's any trainers listening, but I I chose to sit at their dining room table and, you know, I told them to just let the dog go. And uh, the dog did go after me. Now, I was protected. I had a winter coat on. I was layered, and I was protected. And I also had a pocket full of liver treats <laughs> <laughs> just, just for backup. And I didn't know if it was going to work, but uh, as it turns out, the dog did launch and lock onto my arm. And, uh, you know, I was able, you know, it, it wasn't bad, but it was scary. But I did not want that particular dog on a leash because I felt it would add another uh, another layer to the equation that I didn't feel need, needed to be there. Now, did I put myself in harm's way? Probably, but we were prepared and it was well thought out and it was all organized and it lasted a few seconds. It, it wasn't long at all, you know. So when when I'm yeah. dealing with a, a truly dangerous animal, and this I guess to go full circle back to your comment earlier, I can't even get close to some of these dogs. Never mind hug them and put my face right next to them. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff for the new viewers tonight, I know they're all. Can you um, uh, can you can you just tell the viewers how long you've been doing this for? Uh, about twenty years. Wow, that's a lot. Uh, I was uh, wow. most of most of my work with with quote-unquote dangerous dogs or dogs with severe behavioral issues mm-hmm. is about 10. Wow, wow. And, and and what inspired you to do it? <laughs> Nobody else wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I wish I had a really, really awesome, like, answer for you, but, yeah. uh, you know, sometimes opportunities just present themselves to us, and it's up to us whether or not we follow through with them and, Basically, you know, I got into dog training because I love dogs and I love working with them. And as I got more involved, I saw that, you know, a lot of people really need help. And that translated into just working with problem dogs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's that's what I do a lot of now, you know. Um, but, uh, you, know, you know, and that's why I offer free evaluations at my shop, too. You know, just, to, you know, unfortunately not everybody can afford me or, or can afford any trainer for that matter. So I figured the least I could do is just, you know, take a little snapshot of their dog and offer them some suggestions, you know. That's great. Where is and, that? Uh, you know, yeah. Any yeah, evaluation you do is really, uh, you know, it's it's really just a, a, a picture, if you will, of, you know, that dog in that situation hmm. and, and nothing more, really. Yeah, unbelievable. You know? um, Jeff, somebody has asked the question on um, the chat. Um, Jeff, a question for you. It has been rumored that a part of Memphis's evaluation by the shelter was kicking at his fence. Can you tell us if this is true or not? It was taken what? Sorry, it was. It, it has been rumored that part of Memphis's evaluation by the shelter was kicking at his fence. Can you tell us if this is true or not? I have not read anything that anyone was kicking his fence. Right. Does this is the thing? Can I just say to people that rather than reading rumours, and I'll say rumours as in it's not on the Save Memphis page, go and ask Jeff or go and ask the page. The trouble is with Facebook, isn't it, Jeff? That it's a brilliant place for sharing the links and everything else, but the trouble is there's people that will share stuff that soon circulates round. 
and it gets back to you and it's like, hold me, I didn't put anything like that. I actually said, and by the time you read it, it was like, no, I said I was doing a garden fence. You know what I mean? And it's it's just like, oh, how did it get to that? And Sue, Sue. Yep. I just wanted to add to that. My you know my event page is not the official page, Jeff's pages, but I have made it very clear to all the people in the event room that unless you hear it from me or one of my admins, do not believe it. I've had to delete several rumors, so it's not the official page, but I you know you know I I, I treat it like it is because I don't want any. Started. I only have, Jeff's got about 4,300 likes. I have about 1,300 people in there, but nothing goes, even when I did them for Patrick, and Jeff will tell you, no rumors in my events. They will be they will be deleted out. I will not tolerate any of that. So Exactly. You know, yeah, and that's, that's the, the whole thing with the whole plywood on his run. You know, you know, it, many, many Memphis supporters, uh, you know, reported inaccurate information, and I you know, they were coming from what I thought were reputable sources, and it looked like plywood, but I, I did look to look into it to make sure that we found the truth, and okay. I reported the truth that it, it, they, it was not plywood, and it's not the whole run. It's just a small portion of it for the safety and privacy of each dog. And it is true because those, those panels have been there for years. And yeah. although okay. although that, you know, that kind of goes against the Memphis supporters, it's the truth, so it needs to be shared. Yeah, yeah. Sue, I just got a PM. Okay. I just got a PM from John Rosa. He's on hold. He's the founder of the Patrick Miracle page. So maybe if, you, right, want to, if you want to put him on. Yeah, hold on. Jeff, how, Jeff, how's Diane doing? She's she's doing okay, Howard. Okay, and I do want um and and I did want to mention someone who's very near and dear to Jeff and I and the Colton backs and a lot of us and that's our good friend Allison. Just want to have a shout out to her. She's uh, she's quite an amazing young lady. Yes, she is. She's been a, a huge help to us. I know she has. Okay, they're on the line. Howard, sorry, what did you say the name was? John Rosa. That was Hi, me. John, how are you doing? I am fine. How are you? How are you doing, John? I'm just peachy. I hope I, I hope I responded quick enough to your PM there. <laughs> oh, absolutely, with seconds. Okay, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my goodness! I, I must admit it was very quick. It must have been very quick, and and how it's very quick off the mark. To be fair. <laughs> hey Sue, now you've got three men. <laughs> I tell you what, it, this show just gets better and better. I knew there was a reason for it. <laughs> they might have to change your rating. <laughs> uh, yes, but I tell you what, it's no good though because you're all across the water. <laughs> Maybe we can get a group rate on a trip. That's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to sort something, definitely. Well, Emma, my daughter, already wants to come over and see Howard, so it's going to have to sort something soon. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, Howard, go on, you can do the asking of questions. Go ahead. Oh, to John? Well I, well, I think John would like to say a couple of things concerning Memphis. John's, you know, John's a, uh, John, it started the, uh, the co-founder of the Patrick Miracle page. I believe you have, have what, 155,000 likes, John? I think it's like 153 and change at the moment. Yeah, he was he was the first page, and I have the utmost respect for him. And uh, John and I chatted on, uh, I, I believe it was Sunday, and he put the link to the event on his uh, page. So, John, go ahead. Give your, why don't you give your opinion on the whole Memphis situation? Uh, wow. Well, the Memphis situation is uh, quite convoluted, but I think what it ends up boiling back down to is... Uh, maybe one or two people's intractability in admitting that they've either made a mistake or that they're just not considering 
the the statements that they make and the the claims that they make in you know it's hard to put this into into words on the spot but um you know they're saying that they want one thing but when they're given one thing it seems they actually want something else they like to claim that this uh, at the meeting especially, that uh, the entire incident or the entire matter is about uh, the public safety. Um, and then they hand the dog over to an, an expert behaviorist, an expert trainer, and then don't trust his judgment once they ha- once he has the dog. And they immediately yeah. call the dog back. So it, it just seems, you know, incongruous. Um, you know, it just doesn't seem to make any sense. That's uh, that's would, that's what I'm having a hard time understanding. Is hi John, by the way, it's Jeff. Hey Jeff. Uh, you know, I, I and I, I may have mentioned this last time. I've never disputed Memphis's reactions during his evaluations because I wasn't there. You know, uh, I can only base my experience with him, and his experience with us has been pretty normal as far as dogs go and i'm just talking about your regular old family dog he uh, he didn't exhibit anything all that alarming you know other than that he can't stand my one cat but every dog that comes in my shop can't stand my cat because my cat's a little jerk but we have a, a, a rescue cat that actually attacks pit bulls so uh <laughs> you know and, and all the rescues to be placed in, it's one that loves pit bulls. <laughs> exactly. And that's, ju- and that's just it. You know, the, the health department and the Board of Health have all seen the photos, they've all seen the videos, at least I would hope they would have, um, you know, since having been given to them, given to them about 12 days ago. Um, they've, they've seen the uh, dog acting with children, with various other pets, with other adults, all in a normal home environment where he excels, he's utterly content and amiable, and they instead decide to focus on the results of other experts that were able to provoke the dog under duress in high stress in a high stress skill shelter environment, surrounded by strangers, fearful barking from other dogs, the stench of death all around them. Uh, and in such a place that were meant for humans, like a third world prison of filth and danger, how safe and amiable are you going to be? How is it reasonable to expect that a dog is going to act in such an act normal in such an environment? being charged at by hooded men acting aggressively. They expected Memphis to wag and roll over for a tummy rub? It just doesn't make any sense. Exactly. And, you know, the the most alarming, and I use alarming in the strongest way possible, the most alarming thing about the latest evaluation was that they mentioned that they needed two leashes to to restrain Memphis, okay? Now, Mm -hmm. I know it's hard to tell by the pictures, but Memphis is not a big dog. He is a he he's a, a pretty average to small size pity. And you know, I felt his thrust on one of our first walks when he saw a squirrel. Now, does a dog chasing a squirrel constitute making him unadoptable? Absolutely not. Many dogs chase squirrels. I held him back with one hand. Okay? And the fact that professionals, including an animal control officer, needed two leashes to hold him back, knowing what I know about the dog, that concerns me a great deal about the state of animal control in my own town, Hmm. that they had a hard time handling a little dog like Memphis. 
Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's what yeah. was really concerning about that that evaluation. Yeah. How do they I handle? Could, I could, yeah, how, yeah. How do they handle a bigger dog? You know, if they're exactly. handling that. Yeah. One. I could. I could. I, I wouldn't be surprised that Memphis could surprise someone on that first pull simply because he's low and he's squatting. If you're standing straight up and you're a good five and a half, six feet tall above him, he's got the advantage that he's going to pull you off your feet. But the first time you feel that tug, if you think that he's going to keep doing that, you just have to bend at the knees a little bit to get the weight advantage back. And then that one leash is going to be plenty. Mm-hmm. You know? And you know, the interesting part about that comment, John, is any time Memphis was, you know, interacting with my family or friends on on uh, the initial greeting, um, you know, especially for those of you that if, that are listening, you know, having leverage in a controlled situation is your best friend. And, you know, one of the keys to handling a dog and having complete control over a dog is leverage. And when you do have a small, compact, strong animal, you have to have leverage. And if you're not prepared for that, then that initial jerk is going to surprise you. Yep. So, you know, I, I, if you're going to have someone running and charging at a dog, you would think that someone be, would be prepared, especially given their previous experiences or supposed experiences with the dog, you think you would be prepared for that situation. So, you know, the fact that they needed two leashes, and I'm not sure if there were two handlers or if it was just one person with two leashes, they didn't divulge that. But I would imagine if there was two leashes, there was two handlers. Mm. And if two handlers yeah. had a hard time holding Memphis back, that's uh, that. Let me tell you, that speaks volumes to me about their capacity as handlers. Hey guys, I'm sorry. I did want to ask both of you a question. I, when I first came on the show, and I used the word strongly, Ruma. I read something that the shelter was asking donations to take care of Memphis. Is this correct? The I read the. Uh, Yes, I read a plea that said that they were looking to raise the $5,000 to send him to sanctuary, which just seems so ridiculously premature huh. that it, it boggles the imagination. Yeah, that does. Okay. So, and that's not only that, but that's uh, an, they're, they're outright undermining the decision of the Board of Health because at the public meeting, the Board of Health stated they're going to review the contract to make sure to, to, to see if I actually breached it, and they're going to look into other evaluators to come in, and they're going to seek other behavioral programs. And for the shelter to undermine the Board of Health and publicly solicit donations to send Memphis to sanctuary, if I'm a Board of Health member, I have a problem with that. Yeah, that's a big issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I wanted to ask you guys one other question. I said it you know, during the Lennox thing, and I don't live back there, and I'm not being sarcastic. They have to know... They have to know the support is worldwide now for Memphis. I mean, they have to know this. So they don't care. They're arrogant. It's just, it's just whatever, huh? I mean, they have to know the support's there, Jeff. They have to know. Yeah, and I could tell you, I, I could tell you um, uh, a person in the township administration who I'll, will remain anonymous. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have a discussion not too long ago, and the person said they would have liked to see more local support. And, and I, I mean, I heard a lot of Bloomfield residents speaking up. I know, I know, and that's that's <laughs> what I don't understand. I mean, there's and that's there's just out of the people who actually, that's, and that's just counting out of the people who stood up and said they were from Bloomfield. I would say easily a third of the people who were speaking that night were Bloomfield residents. Interesting. Very yep. Interesting. Or at yep. least in the in the um, 
within the uh, parameters of the animal control services that Bloomfield provides for surrounding towns. Yeah, because, you know, the thing is, Jeff, people know you from the Patrick case. People know you from you know, trying to help with Lennox. So your name, you know, your name is certainly out there already. So I just don't, you know, and the passion is growing. I mean, people, you know, I wanted to ask you too, Jeff, people, you know, people that don't live in New Jersey like myself, you know, I guess we tend to get very frustrated and angry at the situation. So people are asking me every day, what can I do to help Jeff in Memphis? What can I do? And, you know, like I mentioned earlier, because we are in the unfortunate position that we have to wait on the Board of Health, mm -hmm. people can certainly express their First Amendment rights by contacting the township administrator, administration. Okay. okay. Is, um, contacting, you know? is contacting the governor any good or no? Uh, I believe the governor's office is aware of the situation. Uh-huh. But uh, that, you know, I, I'm not opposed, you know, I, who am I to tell anyone not to express their First Amendment rights? Yeah. No, everyone has freedom of speech. I just, you know. And they have freedom to contact their public officials. Yeah. So, you know, because, you know, as, I, as I've always said, like with Patrick and stuff, I, I wonder so much, wonder a lot if they don't care or they just don't realize how much the support is. Because I see the support growing every single day. I know John does on his page. And I know, and I know you see it on yours. I mean, uh, it, it's just unbelievable. Yeah. And, and no, and I, I, I hate, I hate to, to beat a dead horse, but this has such a simple solution. Yep. It has such a simple well, solution, you can and say it's win-win for so, everyone. So simple. It, it, sorry, Jeff. So simple. It may as well smack them in the face. Yeah, I mean, and you know, a lot of people I talk to, they they keep saying, "Oh, it's just a power trip," and they don't want to be told what to do or this and that. And I mean, I I can't you know validate that, but I have a hard time believing that it's that simple. I mean, can 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 one person's power trip be governing this whole situation? I mean, I I, I it's hard for me to grasp, especially when the solution is so simple. Yeah, as far yeah, as far as that, not, as far as your remark, Jeff, I'll just leave it at this. Nothing surprises me anymore in the world of politics. Nothing. Nor I. You know, you can't. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I you guess remember, maybe I'm uh, a little naive and I give people the benefit of the doubt yeah. too often. Yeah, John. We You're had, too nice, Jeff. That's all there is to it. John, <laughs> uh, John, on the show, Jeff was on. Um, Sue had on. Um, Who's his name? Jim Crosby, right? Sue. His name yeah. Jim Crosby. And he had said, you know, and it's very interesting, John. It's not funny. I mean, it's not funny, but you know, he said you'll get a politician who hates who hates animals, and he's bit by a Yorkie, and the next day the Yorkie's on the BSL list. So, yeah. you know, whether it's one person or two people, but you know, sometimes people go on power trips, and and, and you never know what sets them off. Yeah. But they could end up being heroes and just letting them go home with Jeff and Diana and end the day. That's it. End the discussion. The, the funniest part I see about all this is every single day we are seeing dogs that need to be rehomed and they're crying out that they're on the, you know, death row and all this every single day. And, I mean, I'm not being funny. If I, I, I would just like a small holding with loads of kennels and I would do loads more. But the thing is, here we have somebody who's more than qualified to take a dog home, to take it out of the kennels, to free space for another dog, and they're saying, no, sorry, that can't happen. Well, you know, and all I can say to that is, what the hell? Yeah, and it's, it, it, normally you save one dog, you're saving two. You know, that's what everybody usually says, because you yeah. save the dog, you're saving, and then you free up cage space. In this particular yeah. situation, we have the, we have the, the, the capacity... Well, I shouldn't say we. They have in within their control to save three dogs. Memphis, 
the dog that takes his place in the shelter and the dog that takes his place in the sanctuary where they want to send him. Yeah. You know, so there's actually three lives at stake here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Jeff, have you, have well, you I've, I've got my own suggestion to it. I think we should just get rid of those that are in the prisons that have, you know, beat up 93-year-old women and raped them and all sorts and beaten them back black and blue. We'll just delete them out of the equation and we'll open them up and let the dogs have their own little homes there, you know, with their little beds and their playstations and their doggy bones every single day and spoilt to death. And I don't care how many people go and slate me on Facebook in two minutes because I've said delete a person. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that was an absolute rant. Thank you very much for your cooperation. (laughs) Jeff, do you know know if Memphis has any blankets in in the thing there, any toys, anything? Is he eating properly? Have you heard anything to that effect? Uh, I I have not. Okay. Okay. I I know nothing about the care that he is currently getting. Mm-hmm. There's a picture of him that's floating around, of him lying on a red blanket. Is that in the shelter? Is that the one when he's laying on his side? Yes. Yeah. I think that was taken uh, quite a few months back, early on oh, in his okay. shelter days. Hmm. Oh, all right. Yeah. Hmm. Unbelievable. Well, that would suggest at least that he does get a blanket to lay on on his bed. So. Yeah, well, he, sh- he should be home on what? a blanket with Jeff and Diane. Oh, absolutely. You know, it doesn't make any sense that they're going to say that, it, well, I recall one of the gentlemen at the Board of Health meeting saying that no one can say with certainty that a dog will never bite, yet the shelter that they run adopts dogs out every day or attempts to. Now, you can't claim that this is a matter of public safety when you admit that nobody can say for certainty the dog will never bite while you work to adopt out dogs. Hmm. If you can't be clairvoyant and say the dog will never bite, why are you adopting out dogs and risking the public safety? And if you oh, feel sorry. that you... Uh, I can sort on. of go with that with my little assy rant and say, we let pedophiles on the street and we put them on a list every single day. And where right. are so the guarantees we, with them? So we're ranking the risk on these people as well as on dogs and saying, well, this one we don't think will, but we can't guarantee it. That's all well and yeah. good. But Memphis hasn't bitten anyone. So it doesn't exactly. make any sense why he's being held to a higher standard than the rest. Yeah, unbelievable. Exactly. And I, I'm going to share. I'm going to share a little excerpt. Um, I don't know. If, uh, I had to. I shot a little video. A little. I guess it's referred to as the shock collar video that I posted not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, during that video, I, um, I, I guess I kind of complimented St. Hubert and Pia Silvani for all the work that they've done to help dogs historically. Shortly after that video, Pia Silvani reached out to me on Facebook, and she sent me a message. And part of the message was, I guess, commenting on the evaluation. And I'm just going to read you um, a little excerpt from it, if you don't mind. I'm going to have a comment. (laughs) I'm sorry that the situation got so blown out of proportion. I had no knowledge of this case before we did the evaluation, And my evaluations are always based on observations at the time and nothing more than that. We do not believe in pass or fail and never put those terms on our reports. As you know, behavior is not that easy. I do not allow emotions to get involved, despite how gorgeous Memphis is. But the ultimate decision was not that of St. Hubert's. And I'll end there. Hmm. All right. Can I make my comment? Please. 
in the, I believe it was at the end of the second evaluation, she said, and I'm going to paraphrase, I'm not sure the exact quote, I would not want to live next to this dog. That, that was the first evaluation. Like a, is that the first evaluation? Yep. All right, well, if they don't say pass or fail, I can't imagine anything sounding more like a fail. Hmm. Well, no, I mean, that's fair, because I wouldn't want to live next door to Pia Silvani. <laughs> so, uh, All right, he's getting into this afternoon show rant, isn't he? There we go. Well, not because, uh, you know, it, sending me this message and then wishing my wife and I the best and then seeing that evaluation, I, I mean, is this Sybil that, uh, you know, I mean, remember that show years ago, that movie? I mean, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. seeing two different mindsets here. I'm seeing the fact that she's acknowledging that especially evaluations under those situations, are nothing more than an observation at the time, yet to project that this dog will take someone down and bite them, those are two drastically different points of view. Yeah, what was the comment at the end of the second evaluation? I'm I'm blanking on the exact wording. Uh, It was something to the effect of this dog is an accident waiting to happen. Yeah, the, yeah, I remember that. And they also mentioned at some point that he's a time bomb. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, that doesn't sound like a fail. <laughs> right. But well, when when's the bomb going off? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hey, guys, I mean, I'm sorry, this I dog just... has been through more duress, more stress, more agitation, and more provoking behavior than any dog that they've had there in at least two years, and he still hasn't bitten anyone. They they say he's unpredictable. Well, what has he done that is suggesting he's unpredictable? Yeah, that, that, that's the million-dollar question, Jeff. He has consistently exhibited fearful reactions to stressful stimuli. That's pretty <laughs> consistent, you know? Um, um, yeah. Hey, so, so I, I uh, you know, I just par- got a par- comment. pardon my comment about my potential neighbor. I just got a comment from one of the uh, from someone in the event room. They said, "Listening and getting more angry by the minute." <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, to John and Jeff and to Sue. I guess, I guess what blows my mind is, you know, Belfast had so much negative publicity, and I guess I'll leave it at that. They don't get it. I guess it it just pisses me off. I mean, I mean, they yeah. you know they know what happened with Lennox, and look at all. I mean, look at all the public all the bad publicity. People are still angry. So. Yep. You know, if they think people are going away, we're not. We are not. We are here to support Memphis, Diana, and Jeff. Yep. And it still comes back to the same thing that everybody needs to realize, that tomorrow it could be you, because if we'd have asked Jeff six months ago, Jeff, do you think it's going to be you? I'm sure, Jeff, you would have replied, no, it won't be me. I'm this and I'm that. Not because you're big-headed or anything. You just wouldn't have thought it, would you? Not only that, but historically we live in a very... Pitbull friendly community, and I, you know, dog friendly community. Okay, I don't want to offend anyone who's saying this isn't the fact that he's a pit bull. I won't even go there. You know, historically, we, you know, I mean, the board of health members own pit bulls, and I think that's a really good sign. You know, um, but you're, you're right. I, I mean, I've helped people through this mostly emotionally. You know, offering emotional support and you know, expert support when when I can, helping other people through these situations when they're faced with their own dogs, you know, being threatened of taken away from them. And here I am, right smack in the middle of one. And uh, I, you're right. I, if you ask, if you asked me three months ago, I would have been like, "There's no way, not where I'm at. Yep. It can't happen here." You know. Again, I guess a, a 
little more naive on uh, naive behavior on my part. No, you're not naive because you would have told me if you would have told me eight weeks ago that I'd be on the show with you, Sue, and John discussing this, I would have said you were crazy. Yeah. So it's yeah, I, John. I mean, Jeff. I don't think it's naive. I just I just think it's the way the way these these uh, these politicians have been come. You know yeah. how they've gotten. They just you know it's just worse and worse. There's just no there's just no empathy, no feeling. It's all about them, them, them. Mm-hmm. And especially in a state whose constitution flatly bans BSL. Yeah, hmm. it's simply it's simply illegal to have it in the state, which is why they're having to use these other excuses for, as reasons for why Memphis can't be home. Sue, it'd be great to have one of these guys on the show. I'd love to hear their explanation. <laughs> so, uh, there's quite a few different ones I'd love to get on this show, but there's some that I've actually asked to come on the show. And let's face it, I don't think I'd be able to ask, uh, hold back and ask Sue show round, even though I tried to be professional. Um, but do you know what I mean? Um, I have asked certain different ones to come on to the show, ones that have got different opinions than ourselves. And let's face it, they won't come on. And most of it is because they're behind office closed doors, very protected. And uh, many of them have to actually sign confidentiality agreements where they can't say anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. That's true. Yeah. But here, I I have the the last the last two sentences of the most recent information from his evaluation. And it states, uh, the risk of someone being bitten by Memphis when they enter a home environment or run is very high. A municipal shelter should consider this risk and liability very carefully before taking in a dog with this severity and level of territorial and, and threatening behavior. Adopting him out to the general public would be a liability risk to people and other animals. Oh, my God. Now, how do they know how he would be in a home environment when they never witnessed him one in one. Yeah. The only information they have is the provoking evaluations that they've done. Taking place in a gulag. Mm. Mm. I'm sorry, what was that, John? Yeah. And taking place in their shelter. Yeah. Where, again, it's a pure fear environment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is, you know, Sorry, when when you do the evaluations, Jeff, what sort of situations are they in at these? You know, I'm not being funny. Is it just literally a, a, a concrete room where it's got a couple of chairs for you to sit at where we've seen before? Or, you know, or are there actually provisions for you to sort of give them a home environment? I'm not saying carpeted and hoovered, do you know what I mean? But, you know, is there other things put in place for you to try? Well, it all depends on the facility. You know, when I go to, like, uh, Manhattan to look at a dog, generally they will let you out in the backyard where they they will put you, they'll either give you the yard or they will put you in uh, probably what amounts to about a 10 by 10 run where at least you can interact with the dog a little freely, you know, outside of the, the in, you know, away from the indoor runs where it's very stressful. And when I evaluated dogs at the Bloomfield shelter, I generally did it outside, uh, you know, it's not a very big shelter. I mean, they're expanding now, but back then it was it was pretty small. There was no room for evaluation, so we did it outside. When I do evaluations for people, sometimes I go to their home, depending on what they want. Sometimes I do it at my place of business, where you know it's uh, it's away from their territory and it gives me the opportunity to to interact with them on neutral ground. So it all depends on the facility, and I, I understand places like St. Hubert's, I think they have an evaluation room. Um, so, 
Jeff, when you evaluated my hero Patrick, uh, was that in a room at GSVS? Was that at GSVS when you evaluated Patrick? Yeah, that was in their conference room, which uh, aside from an oversized conference table that was in there that took up most of the space in that room, mm-hmm. you know, it was carpeted, there was dog beds, it was uh, you know, it was homey, you know, I mean, you know, compared to the shelter atmosphere, mm-hmm. and it was where he was you know, recuperating, so it was a place of comfort for him. Correct, correct, correct. So, and, you, and you said when you and Diana first saw him, his tail was down? and Yeah, he was apprehensive of, of strangers, but I, like I think I mentioned it last time, as soon as you got down and gave him a little goofy look and talk, he came right over. And before you guys came on the show, I called Patrick a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I tell you, I mean, uh, these dogs, they... Uh, they bring a lot of people together, you know, and that's I guess that's the good the good thing, you know, I try to try to look at the positives in as many situations as possible and uh, unfortunately dogs like Lennox don't o- don't always make it and survive, but dogs like Patrick do and they both share the same common ground of bringing people together for the greater good. Correct. And as I've said, it's amazing how people have come together for you Diana and Memphis. It's just uh it's just unprecedented. It's just it, it, unprecedented. It's, o- it's overwhelming. It really is. Yeah, I'm sure it is, Jeff. I mean, we joke around, but I'm sure it's just, I mean, I see the yeah. comments I'm getting now and just, you know, people love you guys to death. And, you know, the main thing is, Sue, I, you know, and John, I think, um, you know, it's a very, it's a lot of people out there, but it's a small family. And the, the main thing is, like I told Jeff from day one, we're there for each other no matter what. Yeah. Hey, hey. Definitely. Right. You know, that's yeah, just absolutely. the way it is. I- Jeff, obviously we've all um, heard of the Lennox, or quite a few of us have heard of the Lennox situation. When you see that, and you obviously see the situation, have you seen the same sort of situation building within, you know, do you know what I mean, in the same thing, or is do you see this as a totally different type of aspect? Because well, I've seen the comments said, oh, here we go, another Lennox situation. Do you see that? And I, but before anybody strikes me down, I do not mean by the fact that Memphis is going anywhere. I don't mean that at all. But obviously, Lennox hadn't done no wrong. He was there. And on the same situation. Well, I, the, initially, when, when I first heard mumblings of Lennox being compared to Memphis and Bloomfield being compared to Belfast, I was very adamant. This is my hometown. This is where I live. I mean, we've loved living here. And I openly said, people, relax. This is nothing like Lennox. This is the U.S. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a different country. We do things a little differently here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I-, I hate to say it, but almost in a conceited manner, I'm sticking up for our township and our country. Now, let's look at the facts. Yeah. We have a dog that did nothing wrong, has no bite history never harmed anybody or anything, has a home to go to, and the local government is not allowing it. Hmm. You can make your own conclusion. Yeah. I'm just stating the facts. You know, um, yeah. you, know so you, you want to compare it? Does it sound familiar? Sure. Now we have, you know, there's a couple of different correlations, you know. And, and look at, you know, when I wrote my book One Hour with Patrick, how much flack I got, people calling me money hungry. Nobody knows how much money I lost on that because every dollar I made was donated to organizations, rescue groups, pitbull-friendly rescue groups. I didn't make money off of One Hour with Patrick. Mm-hmm. But what happened when Patrick's cele- celebrity began to, to rise, right? You saw all the mm-hmm. scams and the, the money-making opportunities. You know, Associated Humane Societies, they were alleged 
alleged for, you know, cash cow came up in the conversation, right? So we have that. We have the Lennox comparison, right? And now Bloomfield Shelter undermining the Board of Health to solicit money for Memphis. Hmm. So it's uh, almost like Patrick plus Lennox equals Memphis. Yeah, you know, you know, uh, yep. Sue, to your point, when I, when I talked to Jeff's lovely wife, Diana, on vacation, she had called me. And, you know, I put the event together, and I said to my wife, I said it to Diana, my gut feeling was this was going to take on a life of its own, and, it, and I'm, I'm sorry that I'm right, and it looks like it has. Yeah, and it we don't even like know. It would challenge the authorities and their positions. Um, so, their usual thing is to just hide in their bunker and stick to their guns. They're not going to bend. Correct. Challenge them, and they have to prove their authority. So that's where we are right now. Yeah. So and you, and you know what, John? You, you know how they can prove their authority. You know how they can tell everyone that they ultimately have control here by letting him come home to us, Correct. and it would be all their decision. Yep. Yeah. And and they would be heroes. Exactly. And you know, I would take exactly. on all the liability. I would take on all the risk. And it would be completely as a subordinate of them for allowing, for graciously allowing Memphis to come to us. And I would be forever grateful to them. But, but you exactly. know, Sue, to your point, and I'm being funny, I'm never on Facebook that much, but <laughs> no, actually, <laughs> no, I'm trying to, I'm not, I'm not being funny, yeah, but what I'm I was, seeing. I was going to say the wife would probably disagree, but go on. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, the wife's already going to divorce <laughs> me. But, um, you know, what I'm seeing, I, I am seeing people getting, I don't want to use the word angry, I'm seeing people getting very frustrated and very frustrated and very frustrated because, you know, they may as well be, you know, because, you know, we talk about Belfast. I'm in California, you know, and I wish I could, you know, I wish I could be doing more. So people, I think the frustration is, as I said, that, you know, Jeff, Diana, and Memphis are so loved and people feel like they're powerless. And that's, 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 and, and I think when people care so much about a situation, family member, a dog, whatever it is, and you have the passion and the empathy and it's in your heart and you can't do anything, people start getting very frustrated. And, I, and, and, and that's what's happening. I, I mean, I see, you see it on your page, I'm sure, too, John. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the thing is, what I'm going to ask you, Jeff, is also, I mean, a lot of the people are obviously on Facebook and they're sharing the links and they're, up, you know, as you put updates on, we're sharing them everywhere. Is there anything else that we can do as, as the whole worldwide what is it that you would like us to do? I mean, I, I know with the Lennox thing, there was a lot of people who were saying, well, why can't we do this? Why can't we do the other? But obviously we were respecting the family as well. So, And the respect is still coming back to you and Diane every single time. So, you know, you tell us what you want us to do to help, to share. You know, tell us what you want us to do. I, I mean, at, at this point, the, the only thing I can think of is to, to keep, you know, showing support via whether you whether you call or you email the 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 township officials and obviously you know I've said this many times you know be polite be courteous but be front and uh you know yeah. have you know let your voices be be heard and uh you know and for those of you that believe in it prayers are always good um and if you don't believe in praying you know sending positive thoughts to Memphis because uh you know I do believe that he will experience um some positive energy if we all have positive thoughts sent to him. So it's a, a little little zen, but uh, I, I believe in it. And um, so positive thoughts, you know, contacting officials, uh, you know, whatever. I mean, and, you know, I guess 
I'm a little fried because of the, the, all the work we're doing behind the scenes right now for you know to implement our game plan. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I wish I was a little more creative for you, but that's pretty much all I could muster right now. No. Jeff, I know this is a, a, a daft thing to ask, and all of us try to imagine what you must be feeling. I mean, what what sort of effect is, is it actually having you at home, and obviously with your wife Diane as well? You know, it must be one hour of impact as well. You know, never mind the hours and everything else, you've also got to, you know, carry on with your daily lives anyway. Well, you know, and you know that's I'm having a hard time um, finding some balance because all that matters to me right now is is trying to save Memphis. So uh, I, I haven't been at my business very much. My dog training, um, I, I haven't been very active with making appointments because I can't. I'm two days behind voicemail. I'm not sure what my email looks like right now. Because I'm, you know, I'm, and you know, my wife makes historically makes fun of me because I'm an old man and I go to bed at 10 o'clock on the button. <laughs> uh, you know, on average, I'm going to bed at you know 12:30, 1 o'clock, 1:30 in the morning right now, mm. just trying to do all all the work that we need to do behind the scenes. Um, so uh, it, it's my my feelings are uh, I'm just kind of putting my head down and plowing forward. As far as Memphis is concerned. Um, I um I feel like I betrayed him and uh I feel like I let him down. And you know, I'm not I'm in very, a, not I'm, in a million years, Jeff. You shouldn't feel, I know, Jeff, but I'm, you I'm, shouldn't feel that way. I'm very hard on myself and I you know, I I second guess myself. But you know, that's normal, I guess, in these types of situations. Um and uh, you know, if I'm afforded the opportunity, I'll make it up to him for the rest of his life. Do you know what, Jeff? I I don't know about everybody else, but I will ask the chat room what they think of this. But for me, I everybody has got total respect for you. I've only known you only a very short time, and I've looked at your pictures. I've seen the messages. I've seen the people that have shared the links of Memphis. And I tell you what, mate, 100% without no shadow of a doubt, you can never blame yourself. You have done everything 100% legally above board and look at everything else you've done for all the rest of the dogs not just members Correct. the rest of them and i tell you what don't you ever beat yourself up mate it is nothing to do with you and what you've done wrong you did it all by the book and it's these laws and regs which are a load of bullshit i tell you what and if anything this means that we've got to as of the worldwide has literally got to get get together and if it means we have to start a group up called enough's enough and every single group that covers Lennox, Memphis, you know, Patrick, all of them have to get into one group and for once get on with no slander, no bullshit, and we all got together as a worldwide thing and said enough, then there'll be no more heartache for anybody like you especially because you're the one that's made a difference for a lot of people with all their dogs. And I just keep saying to people, enough's enough, but you have got... I tell you what, don't go beating yourself up because you have done not one iota thing wrong. And Memphis can only, I know if he was here to put a stand, sit on this phone, he would show nothing but respect for you like every single one of us. You're right. So, and, the only people, and the only people that have uh, failed Memphis are in Boonfield government. That's right. Exactly. Here, here. Sue, I'm challenging everyone. And, John, if you would put it on your page, Jeff, put it on your page, people feel like they want to do something, 
challenging everyone for the rest of the week to wear either green or blue. Tell people the Memphis story. Let's get it out there. People, you want to do something? Wear your green and your blue through the weekend. Tell the story. Tell everybody. And, John, if you would put it on your page, and I'll put it on mine, and, Jeff, you put it on yours, let's at least make people feel like they're doing something. Let's try to get, because as I've said to Sue before, you tell one person, they tell one person, let's, let's just get the word out there. So let's go green and blue the rest of the week for Jeff and Diana and Memphis. And let's push the phone calls and the and, emails. Yep, yes, also, definitely. Absolutely, absolutely. And, Jeff, one thing I wanted to tell you, if people from the bottom of my heart, pal, if people thought you let Memphis down, you wouldn't have the support. I was talking to some friends of yours. Angela hasn't slept in three nights. People aren't sleeping. I'm not sleeping. So, my friend, please, please, if we didn't, if we thought, if anyone for a doubt thought you let Memphis down, we wouldn't be supporting you. So, please. I know that. Definitely. You know, that's just how I feel. I know, know. I know. We'd probably feel that way, too, and it's easy for us to say because no one's walking in your shoes. But let us know from all our hearts, people all over the world, we know you did not let him down. And all all that support is helping us, you know. the The politicians let Memphis down, not you. Not you. That's um, who let Memphis down. Well, up to this point, they've let him down. Let's hope that uh, they they yes. come to their senses and do yes. the right okay. thing. Okay. Yeah, I will. I was, going, I was going to say the game ain't over yet. No, yeah. I, I yeah, I take that back. Up to this point, I'm just very emotional yeah. right now. And you know, over, yep. over the next day or so, we'll um, we'll we'll have some information for everyone as far as what we've been doing on our end. I just uh, it's not ready yet, so. Um, when that's ready to to be released, I I will release it. Um, you know, it's just information. That's all. We're just organizing it right now. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I've great. just put on the chat that everybody to change their statuses to save Memphis at um, 11 o'clock, which is uh, just under 20, just over 20 minutes. So everybody, just change your statuses, even if it's for half an hour, overnight, leave it overnight or whatever. If you go out, just change your status over to save Memphis. We've got to get this out, you know. Um, If it means even that this um, Ask Sue show is recorded, the link, just keep sharing it because this is where people can actually listen to the story. This is where where Jeff's voice can actually be heard worldwide. This is where people are coming together. So, you know, keep sharing the links, even after the show. Keep sharing the link and let people listen to the show and hear Jeff's words and hear what this is all about. This is not just a dog. This is not just a dog that came from rescue. It's so much more, and we need to get this point across. You know, again, I will say these words, enough is enough. Yep. So, um Oh, Jeff, you've got no reason to thank me, mate. And at any time you want to come on the show, if you've got updates, I've said to you before, you know, by all means, give me an email, and I will literally put it everywhere. Do you know what I mean? Um, so very quickly, in the chat room, how many of you are going to be changing this? Sh- Start again. <laughs> how many people are going to be changing their statuses at 11 o'clock, and how many of you are going to be going green and blue tomorrow for Memphis? I love to make sure that they're all awake in there, Jeff. Sometimes I think they might just doze off a bit. So, um, <laughs> and of course, Howard, you know who has to say me first? Yeah. RMZ. <laughs> hey, John. John. Yes, sir. I told I told uh, Jeff and Diane and Sue my dream. My dream is to see Patrick, Patrick and uh, and Memphis playing together. That's my dream. Yeah, I can see that. That, that can be an interesting day. Big party at Jeff's house. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> <Hello>, here, Jeff. <laughs> hey, 
Hey, listen, we'll have to line up to get their autographs, I'm telling you. <laughs> Portograph. <laughs> yeah, Portograph, excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Unbelievable. Um. But um, oh, if, if, if if you all don't mind, I have to I have to step away now. I have uh, an appointment at six o'clock. I have to get to. Take care, Jeff. Love you, um, my friend. Th- thank you all. I really do appreciate the time. And um, you know, it, if anyone's listening, you know, I, I I've been offering the most accurate information I have at my disposal. And if anyone has any questions or there's any gaps that they need to fill in, you know, the the Save Memphis page is probably a good place to go to because I, I try to notify my admins and they notify me when there's questions and I try to be as responsive as possible. So uh, if there's anything, any questions or criticisms or doubts or whatever, uh, please just ask. Um, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure everyone knows I don't hide anything. You know, so. And Jeff, I've told the same on my page, even though it's not official. I've told people if they have concerns, please don't start rumors. PM me and I'll PM Jeff, and yeah. I'll get the information back to you. Yep. So thanks again for having me on. I appreciate it, guys, and uh, God bless. God bless you, Jeff. Bye bye. I'll take totally respect. And can I just say that there is oh, so sure. many messages going on the chat at the moment. You know, sending their love and their peace to you and everything. So you know, total respect from everybody on the Asu show. Okay, love. Thank you very much, and to all your fans, too, thank you very much for your support. I, my wife and I do appreciate it, and, um, you know, we, we, we feel the love. We do. I know I'm hard on myself, but um, we do feel all your love, and we just hope that Memphis does, too. Yes. Take care, okay, Jeff. Will you look after yourself? And uh, big hugs to Diane for us as well, please. Definitely. Take care, everybody. Take care, Jeff. Okay, and Bye-bye. you. Good night, Jeff. Bye-bye. Bye. It's quite funny. I still say good night, and I know it's daytime. <laughs> yeah, it's daytime. <laughs> well, actually, it's nighttime. I'll, I'll get there eventually, honest. Yeah, it's nighttime. Oh, dear. What an amazing gentleman Jeff is. I mean, he, he's just an amazing gentleman. Unbelievable. Just unbelievable. Exactly. The thing is, I just keep saying to people, what you know, we didn't think that um, Lennox, we could get worse than Lennox, do you know what I mean? And then we have another situation, and I... I just want everybody just to go and have a look at the Save Memphis page and just look at the pictures. Even if you don't read the words, just look at the pictures. And honest to God, they have got so much love between them two. You know, there's such a connection. And and I still can't believe that, you know, there's a guy there who wants to rehome a dog. He wants to get get him out of the situation. You know, it's like, you know, anything, you know, you do you could do a home check on him and, and everything else. Is he suitable for this dog? I'm not going to be funny, but you haven't got anybody more suitable for that dog if you tried. So what's the problem? Hmm. Yep. That's he got. If, if, anybody, um, if anybody's listening to the show tonight and you've actually got any connection to this rescue, um, sorry, where is it that Memphis is? Bloomfield Animal Shelter. If anybody's got any connection to them and they can get a representative to call into the show, um, I will try not to do an Ask Sue show rant, but it may happen. But if anybody wants to ring in you know, and give us an update on how he is or even if they want to stay, you know, they just want to give me um, a status or anything, please just give, us a, you know, give me a call or you can email show at gmail.com. You can come on to the show and talk and tell us what's going on and just let us know that Memphis is okay or whatever it may be. You know, I I just keep saying these words, enough is enough. Yep. It's just, you know. And, and, and the other yeah. thing is, 
it's like me and you and Howard were talking earlier, weren't we? And let's face it, so many more have come, you know, on the scene, and that sounds so wrong what I mean, but, you know, a lot have come into the, the public eye. And for those that we've not mentioned, all I can say to you is we've got ASU, um various groups on the ASU show. If you click the files section on the ASU show group, there's one there that's got all the links. There's different links for different things, and it can be, you know, rescue centers and all sorts. Please join up and share anything that you want to share on those, depending on what subjects they are, you know. Um, and anything, you know, total respect to everybody that's helped us on this show tonight. Um, it, Howard has been brilliant, hasn't it, you know. But we do keep need to keep sharing these links. Yep. Yep, absolutely. And, uh, Sue, like I said, on my event page, no rumors. Uh, my admins have been told to delete any rumors. If anyone has a concern, they can PM me, uh, but I don't want any, any, any rumors started because once they start on Facebook, John knows they can really, they can really take off, and it's just not a, not a healthy situation. So uh, the correct Jeff will, Jeff, Jeff will release any information he can, believe me, and when he's ready, he will. So just be patient. Just send the positive thoughts like he said. And uh, just keep cross-posting, posting. And as I said, John's uh, uh, John's page is absolutely amazing. That was the first page for Patrick, Patrick Miracle page. And it's, 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 it's just wonderful. A lot of good sharing, and he's got over 150,000 likes on there. So, you know, go to that and, one. And once a rumor gets a foothold there, man, do I have to spend a lot of time to leave. I know. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, I have to tell you, John, during the Lennox event, I had, well, not as many as you, but I had about 6,000 people. And, the rumors, and you know, I had to delete a lot of. It was one day I, I left. I was crazy. I had to delete like ten people. So please, for the <laughs> sake for the sake of Memphis, do not start rumors. It's not healthy. It's not a good thing. And don't pass on um, rumors. If you believe, if you know for a fact something is true, terrific. Present the evidence. We're happy to share it. Correct. But correct. all you've got is, well, I heard that. Yeah. You know, anytime somebody says I heard that, it's deleted. It's junk. It yeah, mean exactly. You know, unfortunately, it starts yeah. ABC. It starts ABC and ends up WXYZ. So, you know, we don't. Need, it's it, it's just not a healthy situation. Exactly. And the other thing is, I mean, at lot of the moment, at the moment, uh, there's a lot of people that are inboxing me with people that are trolls that are, you know, ready to be deleted. You know, if you see a situation that something a rumor started and you're not sure if it's true. I'm sure I'm with Howard here that if, if any of you want to, by all means, tag us in the post, because I have people say to me, Sue, on the such and such a group, or on a group, somebody has said this, that, and the other, and I'm like, which group? Because let's face it, I've got a few. And, and then they, they tell me, it's, it's on this one here, and I'm like, I'm to go down it. If there's an issue, just tag us in it. If we, but we'll go and check it out. If it's not true, we will say on the link that it isn't true. Okay, so just tag yep. us in it or whatever, you know, so that we can certify if it's true. If you don't think it's true, let us know because then we can put a stop to that rumor as quick as it started. Please don't share it on our group and say, is this true? Because the thing is, people are reading it and they don't hit, see the part where it says, is this true? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they ignore the question mark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, don't don't start rumors, as John said. Cross post, write letters, wear your green and blue this weekend and just, you know, just, uh, you know, I remember during the Patrick thing, John, in the early days, I was wearing green, had a little picture of Pat, and people would come up to me, and I'd tell them, and they would tell someone. So that's, you know, that's that's how we get the awareness out there. Like I've always said to Sue, it's all about awareness, you know, and, um, and, and I think you'll agree, John, you know, 
I've always said on the Sioux Show, what you may not think is a big deal may be a very big deal, because the more people that know about Memphis, the better. Absolutely. Definitely. So um, the people on the chat, I want to know how many of you have already changed your statuses, and we're coming up to 10-2. I already see did. How many. Well done. See, there we are. That's one good one. <laughs> I'll, be do- I'll, be doing mine a- I'll be doing mine after the show, I promise. <laughs> I did one on yes, Patrick Miracle as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, let me just see. Oh, yes, we've got some people already. Oh, yes, look, they're all telling me that they have. Well done, everybody. We've we've had a brilliant chat room tonight. Thank you very much to everybody. Um, I must just say a little comment. Lorna Anstey is an absolute star. She does so many shares, loads and loads of links, including Memphis and everything. And tonight she's trying to save a poor hedgehog that was poorly, and during the show it's died. So uh, this is the thing. The people on the Asu show, it is not just about dogs. I had somebody say to me, but it's not about dogs. And, you know, and it's on the chat. The Asu show is not just about dogs. It's It can range from anything to everything. So if there's a cause that you want to bring forward to the public eye, please give me an email. You know, we've brought loads of things forward, and I know Howard has said the same thing, you know. Um, and I, I think I need to just let you know a little secret, all of you. Uh-oh. I want to, I want to let you all know... I've had a little chat with our Howard, and and he's actually agreed. No, don't worry, it's not marry me. <laughs> um, and oh, we're not getting married. That... Darn it! Oh man, John, you could have been the best. John, you could have been the best man. <laughs> oh man, your bachelor party would have rocked. <laughs> I know. You know people, what? The rumors are starting already. You know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm from Jersey. I know people. I could have gotten you an awesome bachelor party. <laughs> In that case, it's still going ahead. <laughs> we could still do that anyway, even if the marriage doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyway, as I was going to say, so Howard's going to come on the show every Tuesday night because we want to make this worldwide we need the voice to be even louder and obviously the asu show has got a very big voice and we would love howard to be part of that with his events and everything else so i'm very pleased to announce that howard Einstein will be joining the asu show every tuesday night in only the one place the asu show so thanks well, howard that's a true honor sue that is a true honor and 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 for those of you out there that don't know about john's page please go visit it the patrick miracle and uh as I said, it's a great page, so it's a true honor, so it really is. And it was an honor. I tell you what, John, I, I just need to say to you, John, our total respect to you on your page. You have done absolutely fantastic, haven't you? Oh, well, actually, I did about 12 minutes worth of work. I actually just went to Facebook, started it, gave it a name, and then it just ran on its own. Uh, it started oh. uh, within 24 hours of Patrick's discovery at the bottom of the garbage chute, and people just piled in in droves. And there hasn't been a day yet that the amount of followers has gone down. It continues to climb, obviously slower than it did a year and a half ago, but uh, it just keeps growing. And, you know, it's, it's, now it's not just about Patrick, but it's about Patrick's recognition helping other dogs. Mm-hmm. Anybody that yeah. wants to come on there and share a plight of any animal, even cats, even, even hedgehogs, it doesn't matter. Just, you know, if, it, if there's an animal in need, you're free to come onto the page, share it there and use the fact that we've got this 150,000-plus size group to, to spread it even further and hopefully save more animals. And, yeah, and, John, and thank you so much on behalf of Sue and I for putting the link to the show on. That's 
That's that was really great. Oh, no problem at all. Again, another few seconds, and it can have quite an effect. Well, it's the thought that counts, oh, and you know. Absolutely, and that's that's the sort of support that we need. But it needs to be literally from loads of different people, where we can actually get this voice worldwide at the end of the day for for your group and for everybody's. Sure. Yep, that's what it's all about. Yep, sharing everyone's group, everyone's page is just another word out there. You know, just more people. Yep. Um, and John, and any time you want to do a show, love, or anything you want to bring to our attention, please. Give us a shout any time, you know, give us an email or if there's anything you want us to share or whatever, you know, by all means, give us a shout any time. Oh, I absolutely will. And, just get, and you know, Howard, obviously, and Sue yourself, you can always drop me a note as well in case you, uh, for any reason, need me aboard on a particular show. That's great, John. And just oh. PM me. I'll answer it within a second, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was pretty close to a second earlier. <laughs> hey, you know, you're a New Jersey man. You know, I can't mess around. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because again, I know people. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh dear. But John, on a serious note, thanks ever so much for sharing the show. You know, and um, if you can let everybody know that uh, Howard's going to be joining the Ash Sue Show every Tuesday night, because I know there's a lot of uh, people in your group that obviously know Howard through his. I'm I'm going to say this nicely: stalking of Patrick. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, in, in an absolute brilliant way, in no disrespect to him at all, because he's been an absolute star. Um, and do you know what? And again, looking at the pictures of Patrick um, just amazes me. And the differences. It, and let's let's face it, this is the sort of difference we can actually make to loads of dogs' lives, not just Patrick's, but loads yeah. all over the world by just giving them a voice. Absolutely. You know, it's John, getting, like I said, getting the word out. John, like I said to Sue, which you'll appreciate, you know, they say good comes out of bad, and with Patrick, good did come out of bad because he he really changed everything. He did. Mm-hmm. He did. And, and, and he, the title of the page, you know, it started out meaning that it was a miracle that Patrick survived. Correct. But what it turned into is that Patrick is a miracle to all these other dogs. Correct. You know, he brought he brought people together, and now all of those eyes are on the plights of these other animals. Correct. You know, like I tell yeah. Sue, you know, you know, like I tell Sue, the picture of him in the orange hoodie looking up. He knows. He knows he's a miracle. He does. Yeah. He does. I like the bunny picture. That's one of my favorites, John. <laughs> <laughs> he, just oh, looks, he just looks like, I'll do anything, just keep the snacks coming. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Keep the treats coming. Yeah. Um, it's just been absolutely fantastic. John, thank you so much for calling into the show. It's been a pleasure having you on. And um, again, for even for even a few minutes' work, what an absolute brilliant job you did as a group. And uh, obviously, 153,000 people appreciate every single thing you've done there. So, well done. You know, you've done a good job there. Well, I thank you very much. Um, thank you very much for joining us on the show. Well, John. All right. Thank you. Take, Take care. care. Okay. Thank you. Bye bye. Uh, uh, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. Oh, it's been absolutely fantastic. What a great I just show. Do I have got to do an absolute massive cheer to um, all of the listeners in the chat. Um, I'm going to give a quick shout-out. We've only got a few minutes, but you know what the heck. Um, yeah. I want to say hi to Barb, Beth, Bill, Carolyn, Cheryl, Crystal, Debs, RMZ, of course. Hi, Priestess, Jan, Kathy, Kimberly, Lorna, Kat, N- N- 
Natalie, Robin, Tammy and Bob. Thank you very much, every single one of you. You've done absolutely brilliant tonight. Um, and, of course, we have not had, so I'm going to say, let me just very quickly delete the guests out. I still haven't signed into Blog Talk Radio. Um, I would just like to say well done, because we've actually kept the um, trolls out. So thank you very much, guys. Appreciate that. Um, and please share the show as well afterwards, because let's face it, this is where the voice is. We need to get this show now worldwide. We need to give the animals and the people a bigger voice. So thank you very much to every. Thank you very much to Lorna, who's just put, we want to thank you too, Sue. Oh, Thanks, you know, Lorna. It's my pleasure every single time. Um, and, of course, we've got to do massive free cheers for the wonderful Howard, who has been an absolute pleasure to have on the show tonight. Thanks, Howard, for coming on to show. Really appreciate thank it, mate. Thank you, my friend. And, and, and as I say at the end of every show, we all want to thank you for having us on and spreading the awareness. We love you, my friend, and you rock. <laughs> so does Emma, I'm Emma to rocks, get a song too. with that. It's no good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, and um, um, very quickly, I must just say um, a good night also from MZ and Bill, who've been sat here keeping an eye on the chat for me as well. And little Emma's put on the chat, three cheers for Howard. Yip, yip, yip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to have to PM her back now, my little friend there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she'll listen to the show again afterwards anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So thank you very much, Howard, for joining us on the show. I really appreciate that. It's been thank a pleasure so and always an honor, and I will see you next Tuesday. Okay, then. Good night, my dear. Okay, good night, love. Take care. Good night. Bye-bye. And after an absolute fantastic and brilliant night, I want to thank everybody for coming on tonight. Thank you very much to everybody that's joined us in the chat room. Um, and a massive thank you to Howard, to John, to Jeff, and a massive cuddle to Diane, who has been obviously um you know, with the Memphis and everything, and also sending our love to Patrick and to Memphis, and obviously our thoughts are still with um, Lennox as well and their family. And uh, Lorna, also a massive hug for all the saving of the, um, trying to save the hedgehog tonight. And, you know, this shows what true and lovely people you all are. And thank you very, very much for joining the show. Please keep sharing the links. And if you've got any ideas for shows that we can do or you want to bring anything to our attention, please give me an email, UK at gmail no sorry ask sue show at gmail dot com that's ask sue show at gmail dot com uh, please share you know share the ask sue um show link as well to the group um and we'll keep sharing the links tomorrow night we've got psychic night on the ask sue show the links will be put on after the show tonight so thank you very much to everybody and i shall speak to you all soon good night <laughs>